city. How long is the delay? Anywhere from two hours to maybe I'll be home by next week, Jeff says. I'm at least hoping it's long enough for me to miss the start of baking season. No such luck, pal. How's it going, by the way? I look down at my hands. Messy. Baking season is Jeff's name for the exhausting stretch between early October and late December, when all those dessert-heavy holidays arrive without reprieve. He likes to say it ominously, raising his hands and wiggling his fingers like spider legs. Ironically, it's a spider that's caused my hands to be coated in buttercream. Made of a double dark chocolate frosting, its stomach teeters on the edge of a cupcake, while black legs stretch across the top and down the sides. When I'm finished, the cupcakes will be posed, photographed, and displayed on my website's roster of Halloween baking ideas. This year's theme is Revenge of the Yummy. How's the airport? I ask. Crowded. But I think I'll survive by hitting the terminal bar. Call me if the delay gets any worse, I say. I'll be here, covered in icing. Bake like the wind, Jeff replies. Call over. It's back to the buttercream spider and the chocolate cherry cupcake it partly covers. If I've done it right, the red center should ooze out at first bite. That test will come later. Right now, my chief concern is the outside. Decorating cupcakes is harder than it seems, especially when the results will be posted online for thousands to see. Smudges and smears aren't allowed. In a high-def world, flaws loom large. Details matter. That's one of the Ten Commandments on my website, squeezed between measuring cups are your friends and don't be afraid to fail. I finished the first cupcake and I'm working on the second when my phone rings again. This time there's not even a clean pinky finger at my disposal and I'm forced to ignore it. The phone continues to buzz while shimmying across the countertop. It then goes silent, pausing a moment before emitting a telltale beep. A text. Curious, I drop the icing bag, wipe my hands, and check the phone. It's from Coop. We need to talk, face to face. My fingers pause above the screen. Although it takes Coop three hours to drive into Manhattan, it's a trip he's willingly made many times in the past, when it's important. I text back. When? His reply arrives in seconds. Now, usual place. A spot of worry presses the base of my spine. Coop is already here, which means only one thing. Something is wrong. Before leaving, I rush through my usual preparations for a meeting with Coop. Teeth brushed, lips glossed, tiny Xanax popped. I wash the little blue pill down with some grape soda, drunk straight from the bottle. In the elevator, it occurs to me that I should have changed clothes. I'm still in my baking wear. Black jeans, one of Jeff's old button-downs, and red flats. All bare flecks of flour and faded splotches of food coloring. I notice a scrape of dried frosting on the back of my hand, skin peeking through the blue-black smear. It resembles a bruise. I lick it off. Outside on 82nd Street, I make a ride onto Columbus, already packed with pedestrians. My body tightens at the sight of so many strangers. I stop and shove stiff fingers into my purse, searching for the can of pepper spray always kept there. 
There's safety in numbers, yes, but also uncertainty. It's only after finding the pepper spray that I start walking again, my face puckered into a don't-bother-me scowl. Although the sun is out, a tangible chill stings the air, typical for early October in New York, when the weather seems to randomly veer between hot and cold. Yet fall is definitely making its swift approach. When Theodore Roosevelt Park comes into view, the leaves there are poised between green and gold. Through the foliage, I can see the back of the American Museum of Natural History, which on this morning is swarmed with school kids. Their voices flit like birds among the trees. When one of them shrieks, the rest go silent, just for a second. I freeze on the sidewalk, unnerved not by the shriek, but by the silence that follows. But then the children's voices start up again, and I...